0: This is Living Real Radio. Real issues in real time with your host, John Angotti and Greg Walton. Living Real Radio is brought to you by Closets by Design. Imagine your home totally organized. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700. Morning, welcome to Living Real Radio. I'm John Angotti with my co-host, Greg Walton here today
1: this morning and uh today our our guest is melanie joy alvey who will be performing this coming friday which will be august the 19th if i'm not mistaken is that right the 19th
2: yes that's correct. i
1: want to make sure yeah okay. at seven o'clock with the Avila soul is it going to be the quintet yes all right and uh, melanie has uh been with us before but melanie's a parishioner but she's a, she teaches with our uh uh, spolly program and teaches on her own and writes amazing things and and her husband's an amazing drummer and you know, on and on and on and on Welcome, yeah yeah, yeah. i googled you melanie
3: so here, here's uh <laughs> here we go the <laughs> yep. violinist composer arranger teacher um mm-hmm. belmont grad uh live performer on violin and fiddle stringer um already said that studio musician uh you got a great home demo studio and you offer violin lessons and uh is part of the Saint Philip family beloved member of the Saint Philip family thank you um and uh
1: yeah yeah so melanie uh tell us about you know what we're going to experience on friday let's just start with that
4: yes of course um yeah so it'll be my string quintet it's called the avila soul string quintet and uh it's an eclectic group of musicians we all um studied classical but also play multiple styles of instru- of of music so we um are able to to get our feet wet in lots of different genres and kind of show off in different ways so uh, this particular group i i put together so i can compose for it mainly and write arrangements for the group
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: The arrangements I mean the stuff you write is amazing it's really it's like it's not pop but if if you had to call classical pop it's pop pop classical I don't know what you would call that but it's but it's popping you know a lot you. of yeah a lot of you know, the songs have movement and you know they're not like when you think classical sometimes people might think you know stuffy and all that kind of thing these things are rocking you
4: know? <laughs> thank you um yeah there's there's a lot of different terms for this world of string playing, alternative string playing, commercial string playing, um, jazz violin, or pop violin, whatever you want to put the genre to, you can do it that way. Um, But yeah, it's kind of a movement that's been really, really neat. And um, I was kind of part of sort of some of the beginning stages of it when I went to Belmont and studied with some really great teachers there. Tracy Silverman is one of the forerunners of the style of music. He's a um electric string violinist, six string violinist and composer as well in his own right. An amazing composer. So I really gained a lot from him, my time with him there at Belmont. And yes, I got to study with um another guy named Buddy Spiker, who is a real famous fiddle player here in town that was um a a western swing fiddle player and kind of locked in that style really well and he was uh also did a lot of the sessions back in like the 1970s and 80s on all the country records you'd you'd hear at that time. He was one of the main fiddle players on all those records. So, yeah, I got I got to study with some really neat people to kind of get my feet wet with multiple genres.
1: What designates the difference between a violin and a fiddle?
4: Oh goodness. <laughs> Uh nothing, nothing, John. Just
1: okay. <laughs> it's just, all the same.
4: Oh, uh, it's yeah. all the same. You can play fiddle or you can play violin. I mean, there's.
1: Is the uh, instrument itself any different? I mean, is nope. it bigger or it's the same size?
4: Same. Just a
1: just a different terminology that some people use for.
4: Exactly. There's different preferences within, you know, how you set up the instrument that, or different tones of, of violins, that lend itself towards a fiddle sound or a violin sound. Yeah. But yeah. The,
1: I think the string instruments are, are just amazing. I've I've always uh, uh been amazed how you know the, the way you play that you you know you, you can find the right note. If I was playing that it'd be awful here in the school now, let me ask you this as a teacher, yeah, how do you deal with the beginner?
4: Oh, that's a very good question. Um I have learned to tune out the bad sounds because mm-hmm. um when you're teaching the violin you have to accept the terrible noises because if you don't, if, if the student is nervous about making bad noises, yeah. then they're not going to learn properly.
1: Be, you know, it, it's it got to be tough being a violin teacher because that is true. I mean, as a piano teacher, you know, it's different. You know, you can hit the right note. It's, you know, but mm-hmm. as a violin teacher, you got to find that, that sweet spot on the And that's, uh, you must have to have a lot of patience
4: for sure. (laughs) Yes. I, I have to be a very patient person. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but I can hear the bad noises and instead of being annoyed by the bad noises, I can, I can listen to those bad noises and, and interpret why they're making the bad noises and then be able to help them through creating a more beautiful sound. Yeah. So that's just my, my teaching process.
1: What's your, you know, when when you get inspired, what inspires you to, you know, to go to a specific, you know, does it just automatically sit down and boom, you just start playing? Or is there a thought in your head before you even hit the first note?
4: Hmm. Good question. So this is my writing process. Typically, first of all, I have to find the time, a.k.a. I need to hire a babysitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) right
4: usually because i have to actually make the time and and say this is my work time and stick to it and because i don't have luxury really anymore (laughs) yeah to just grab that muse whenever i see it so um usually it's it's forcing myself to say this is my work time and usually improvising on my instrument uh and it doesn't even have to be violin it could be piano or something i'm not as um that's not my main instrument that yeah you know it's it's kind of refreshing to be on a different instrument that's your own that just kind of opens up a new idea that you hadn't thought about before um uh lately the music i've been writing is just been just me myself stacking on top of myself within um a recording program, Uh, I use Pro Tools, and I just start with something simple, uh, a melodic riff, a bass line, a drum beat, something, you know, just kind of start with something, and then I just keep piling on top of that with, you know, different, different sounds with my instruments, with violin, and, you know, whatever other instruments I have lying around.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. It's different than like, you know, those of us that write music that has words with it, you know right. what I mean? It's, it's, it's a different approach, you know, what do you think, Greg? Well,
3: I was just actually, I was just thinking, you know, yeah, you, you experiment with a lot of different tonalities um, and, and even on cause you've done arrangements for two of my songs so far, right. Come to us. And with our eyes on the cross and with our eyes on the cross, you, you have some harmonics you know right that that are coming in on the beginning and and um that you layer you know um mm-hmm. so those are yeah there's just i find that you do you find yourself trying to explore the 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 range and kind of the limits on the instrument a lot you know um
4: yes actually that's a great way to put it um yeah i think it's taking like I said, I I studied with some really interesting people who, who have their own sounds, who have their own genres that they've they've honed, and I kind of steal from all those genres that I've studied with those past teachers of mine, and and yeah, exploring the different textures that a violin could do, um, or you know, I mean I. Steal for myself a lot too. <laughs> yeah, I, come up, I yeah. come up with a with a um, a pattern, and I'm like, that is a really neat pattern. I wonder how I can continue with that pattern in my next piece. Yeah. and ex- make it explode in a different way that it wasn't in that in the previous piece.
1: Mm-hmm. Do Do you think that I just wonder, just question if um, like say you read a psalm or a reading. Or something that was inspirational. Do, do texts inspire you instrumentally to present something without words, but something that was inspired by words?
4: Yes, I would definitely say that. Yeah, I've I've had moments in my writing where yeah, a text has really helped. At least that creates the rhythm or the um, ups and downs of a melody, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what would be neat is to uh you know to write something with spoken text on top of it but you instrumental what do you think about how about that project
0: oh, it could
1: be it could, it could be a psalm project with uh-huh. spoken psalms but with instrumentals underneath the spoken word not like rap but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah what do you think what do you think greg that sounds right. some interesting or or does that sound stupid no no no. isn't that like slam poetry anyway or (laughs) well i guess it'd be kind of like slam poetry you know but with music under. do they do music underneath slam poetry or is that just i don't know i don't know
4: know. know. i'm sure it's out there
1: i don't know but but it's interesting to talk to you because Uh you know most of the people that i I don't know many people that just write instrumental music other than you and your Mm father-in-law you know you know that i'm close enough with to have this conversation so it's nice to nice to you know talk about those kind of things because i want to lead to the this first song of yours this uh um the one that is called uh the string quintet number one
4: yes uh so i wrote this um a number of years ago now i think the recording you have is from 2012 is when we recorded this and um yeah, I wrote a three movement uh, piece of work for the string quintet. And yeah, it's kind of me exploring the um, the artists uh, process and, and discovering what they and kind of listening to God within their process and, and, and hearing his words and telling you, yes, you need to create something. And the you're going to be hearing the third movement, but I'll kind of explain all three movements. The first movement is kind of that um, conversation with God, maybe saying like, ah, God, I don't know if I'm the right person for this. I don't, I don't feel like I'm qualified, or I, I, I'm not sure. So you hear a lot of conversation between the instruments, and in that first movement, and it kind of is, you know, working out the kinks and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? Um, So I call that um, call to respond. The second movement is call to rest. And it's that time where you have to just sit and and think about why you're creating your work and and contemplating what is the purpose, what is the value, and you just rest in your time with God and listening and and creating your inspiration. and the third movement you're going to hear right now is Call to Resolve. It's where you say, all right, I'm, I'm doing what I've been called to do. So that's kind of my personal arch of the, all three movements.
1: That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. So here is string quintet number one, the third movement, Call to Resolve, from Melanie Joy Alvey. We'll be right back on Living Real Radio, brought to you by Closets by Design.
3: Welcome back to Living Real Radio. Greg Walton here with my co-host Jenna Gotti. and we're talking with Melanie Joy Alvey, um, violinist, composer, teacher, um, and this we just heard her piece "Call to Resolve," which is uh, like a an instrumental Lexio Divina. Really? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. To uh, are yeah, you going to so- play that this Friday at the concert? Yeah, oh, I that's getting there. played. Okay, great. We'll All get right.
4: Full um three movements, I believe.
1: Yeah. Oh, we'll get the full three movements. All right. All right, Beethoven.
4: <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: I need to write at least nine of those in my life to match Beethoven. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got time. You got time. How did you uh, get to, to Nashville? What was the journey to get here? Knowing um- you're from Ohio.
4: Yes, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Pickerington, Ohio, small uh, suburb outside, and yeah, I was a violin student up there, involved in all the youth orchestras and chamber groups and all the sort of things, and came around time to picking colleges and settled in at, at Belmont University and moved when I was eighteen to Nashville. Did, you, did you,
1: Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, uh, do you?
3: do you come from a musical family
4: uh not technically my mom plays piano and not professionally but always did and always encouraged the music lessons from a young age so i started with piano at first and then eventually convinced my parents to get me a violin um but yeah my dad was not musical at all
1: Uh, that's kind of like my house yeah my, my dad wasn't musical either he was terrible
4: Oh my goodness! it's funny!
1: He was an awful singer <laughs> yeah. my, my my dad had a good voice
3: uh I was told though it was um it, it wasn't always like that though but he he liked to sing so much and he did it so often that he he got pretty good
1: but uh yeah,
4: that's neat
1: yeah now yeah. my mother my mother was a monster she played like michael Alvey. Mm, yeah some yeah something like
4: that. that
1: yeah, yeah. So Melly when when you came to Belmont how did you meet when did John Alvey come into picture
4: Oh well it's a very sweet story So um I had already graduated I was 2011 so yeah, I graduated from Belmont in 2008 Um I was working with a youth orchestra at the time and had to drive down to Franklin cuz I wanted to pass out some flyers and say hey join my orchestra And I went to Chef's Music, downtown Franklin, and I guess in the back room there was a a drummer there teaching his (laughs) drum lessons. I didn't know it at the time, but he was back there while I was passing on my flyers and chef's music. Um, and after I passed on my flyers, I went over to walk around downtown Franklin, saw the little Meredith's coffee shop and said, hmm, maybe I'll go in and get a nice cup of coffee, a little lunch or something. And Mr. John Alvey walked in at the very same time. <laughs> and he thought I was cute. and. Yeah, just stop me on my way out and ask the cliche, have I met you somewhere before? <laughs> and that was it.
3: <laughs> so, but he was also the drummer that was doing the drum lessons then it's it, it it Chefs. He drum
4: lessons at Chefs in the back, yeah.
3: Okay, so he, he, did he say he saw you passing out the flyers? He's like, okay, I got to find a, a reason <laughs> I to, to track yeah, this person. Yeah, may, maybe he have followed I, have you. I, have I met you somewhere? Did, <laughs> haven't I seen your picture on a flyer?
4: Oh, that's um, too funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he you know, I I listened to him because he did actually look somewhat familiar himself.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: Okay. So,
4: I think we must have seen each other at concerts around town because we ended up knowing a lot of people in common. Yeah. And played with some of the same people in town. So, it was kind of like, okay, I think I can maybe trust this guy. Maybe. Yeah.
5: <laughs> nice.
1: Now, now, did you grow up Catholic?
4: No, I did not. Yeah, so evangelical Christian, um, very strong Christian home. Um, My parents were really instilled all the very good things of Christianity in me from a very young age, and so it was always important to me. God was always part of my life, and um, but yeah, meeting John, he was Catholic, and I was a little nervous about that at first. (laughs) Yeah, how'd that go? Um, well, my conversion. you know, trying to convert him did not work. So, you know,
1: <laughs> it just backfired. Oh, you <laughs> tried to convert him first and it didn't work. Was he like, whatever you say to me bounces off did me and you, sticks to you, you. And it actually did. So yeah. you must have not known his father then at that
3: particular.
4: <laughs> time. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Michael, uh, your father-in-law is, is, mm-hmm. is also quite, into apologetics so very much yeah. so yeah yeah that, that would have been a tough shell to crack right yeah there. that would have been tough
2: <laughs>
4: absolutely yeah that was not gonna happen but no i've i married into a really wonderful family who has uh, yes. um showed me all sorts of love and and help over the years yep. mm-hmm. like yeah like they say
1: I, them's good people right there them mm-hmm. them's good people yeah they
4: are they are yeah so it was not a bad thing when i met his family knowing who i was who, family i was marrying into
3: yeah so i've known john um since he was in high school because i taught at father ryan and he played on the um with the the worship team um and and stuff so i I don't know it's just kind of it was cool um just kind of watching you guys and your careers develop and and uh you're both very accomplished you do a lot of work um in Nashville for a lot of different folks. And it's really beautiful to watch both of you grow and, and um, the musical legacy family thing going on too at the same time. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
1: What's going to be cool is watching these two children of yours grow, because (laughs) John Alvey's like the jazz drummer in the area, like killer doing amazing things. And, you know, you with your skill, (laughs) which way are the kids going to go? Are they gonna go jazz? You know they're gonna.
4: Question uh Lydia is all classical, one hundred percent classical. Really, she does ballet. She um, creates little melodies on the piano, and her she yeah somehow when she dances ballet to classical, her her movements are just absolutely lovely. So wow, one hundred percent classical girl. She loves the Nutcracker. She loves all the. All the classics. She can she can tell you all about the different classical time periods and who the important composers were.
1: (laughs) Wow. Oh yeah. And and she's naming some of your songs is what you were telling us earlier, right?
4: She
1: is. Let's talk about this next song that uh that Lydia named.
4: Uh Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of a new project for me. Uh still not quite finished. So you're kind of hearing a sneak peek into some things that are to come um but yes i am working on music that could potentially um work in tv film or whatever as you know background music of of sorts um but once i'm done with this these collections of songs um lydia has been my help in in naming them but it might be a collection of um animals and you know how the sounds with within them reflect what's happening with the animals it's really it's kind of sweet so it's gonna yeah. have a, a, a childlike funness about it
3: um it, it makes me think about peter and the wolf uh-huh. when you when you talk about it right because she's she's chosen like you said she chose animal names yeah. and so you i always think of all the different characters in that mm-hmm. growing up in music ed right yeah and uh
4: uh-huh
3: names and characteristics
4: oh yes i so, also have one more song that i i'm not playing for you yet because it is not finished but once i finish it we'll have to do this again but i have another song that everett my two-year-old helped me write when he was he was only like one years old
1: he helped you write
4: he helped me write the song yes
1: Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell how, how did he help you write it one year old <laughs> curious
4: he um i just grabbed my video camera my phone real quick while he was banging away on the piano and he was yelling out the the syllables, dad, do, dad, and like kind of banging out some things. And so I took that video and I extracted the things that he banged on the piano and the dad, syllables he did and wrote a song around it.
1: Oh, my goodness. I can't. <laughs> wait to... But I do have to say something ever doing that. He's going to be a rock and roller.
4: Oh, he's he's already into jazz, into drums banging on everything. He is going to be a little jealous. yeah, it yeah. Really
1: the do will. the do dad do dad. I was like, uh uh-huh, huh. Here, here he's coming with the rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's the name of this song?
4: Ah, uh, this song I believe Lydia named it uh, "Dance of the Goose."
3: All right. Well, here's "Dance of the Goose," Melanie Joy Alvey. You're listening to Living Real on Nashville's Hippie Radio. made possible by Closets by Design.
0: clutter in your home gone imagine no longer needing a junk drawer imagine everything put away in its place imagine your home totally organized let the professionals at closets by design organize your home office or garage they're experts in space management and specialize in maximizing the space that you already have whether it's your closet office pantry or garage no space is too big or too small. Call locally owned Closets by Design for your free in-home, no obligation consultation. Find out how you can save 40% off their everyday low prices and get free installation. Call 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700. Or online at ClosetsByDesign.com.
5: Gathered and broken into in our way We are your people Gathered to praise you A vineyard
2: uprooted Narrow
5: inside glory come Lord of light come to us O Lord of glory and shine in our hearts come to us O Lord of glory and make us anew Lord we Come, David's son. Come, star of
2: morning.
5: We come to praise you, hope of creation, of all humankind. Reign over bodies. Spirit and mine come to us, O child of glory, be born in our Adore you, sweet child of glory, sweet child of glory, sweet child.
1: Welcome back to Living Real Radio. I'm John Angotti along with Greg Walton and our guest today, Melanie Joy Alvey, who will be performing uh, this coming Friday, August the uh, 19th at uh, the concerts in the courtyard at 7 p.m. And we just finished hearing a song, Uh, called come to us that was written by greg walton but the string arrangement was written by melanie alvey so it was uh beautiful tell tell us how about that song melanie when you were writing that knowing it was for greg how'd that feel
4: oh of, of course it was wonderful to be able to work with um fellow parishioner and someone i i truly respect and music that you write greg it's really it's really beautiful to be able to to Put something to to what you've done, and and the fact that you you were excited to to um, include some of the more non traditional, non classical things that that I write and I put in into my music. I it's it's a neat experience to take someone's song and be able to to add my own little touches and voices to. So it was neat that you were able to let me do that.
3: Yeah, that was fun because we decided to, um, really, it was, uh, it was a live performance. I mean, we, you know, we did a bunch of takes, but we were doing it for, for a music video, but rather than use the commercial track, you know, we wanted it to just be a pure ensemble kind of thing. So we kept it simple as just the guitar and just let the, the strings really carry, um, the song. And, uh, uh, that that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun.
4: Yes, it was. Yeah, I love I love working with songwriters too. And you know, me not being a songwriter really with lyrics, and again, my brain working more in the arranging and composing and you know fitting melody to chords. It's like you said earlier, John, taking a lyric or taking something. It's 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 a fun process for me to be able to take someone mm. else's song and and add new elements to it.
3: And you did that too with, um, Javier Mendoza, I think, um, a dreamer, right. Yes. Uh-huh. Was that? Yeah.
4: We have yet to officially record that one. We I really need to make that happen. That'd be fun.
3: I know we we actually featured that one on the radio show when we had Javier on. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, just, we just grabbed the audio from the video, oh, but, uh, yeah, it was cool.
4: That was a neat performance. It was really neat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was powerful. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Um, so I don't think I've told you guys yet, because this is new, but um this for the concert next week, I will also be featuring our also in-house Tai Chi. So, nice. Yay! I know we just discussed it the last couple of days. So yeah, she will be singing a couple of songs as well. Oh,
1: that's great. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They've been the concerts have been good, you know. And uh, you know, the idea of having these concerts to gather people to hear music and and uh you know in that setting of that beautiful courtyard you know um
2: mm-hmm.
1: we, we've batted a little bit of weather and, and some of the heat over the summer but for the most part i think it's been uh it's been uh pretty good turnouts you know
4: greg we are featuring your two songs as well in the concert today.
1: yeah uh yeah i'm looking for, i'm excited about that yeah Uh
4: huh.
3: yeah cool
1: is anybody playing keys? it's just going to be strings and singing, right?
4: strings and singing that's yeah mm-hmm. so I-, we, I think that's awesome as a group yeah, that going back to the different techniques that we can do you know we we have some unique um techniques called like chopping or you know some pizzicato or things that create a rhythmic element yeah, um, especially adding the upright bass also driving home a lot of that rhythm you know we can kind of take care of a lot of the missing rhythmic stuff from piano or guitar or drums
1: have you written things like with with other instruments besides strings like symphonically like you know trumpets or throwing horns or anything you know mm, i mean like, you know maybe that could be a little push for you
4: i I need to do more outside of strings i did yes in college i i was i had some projects where i had to yes um it's just not been my
1: yeah. You ever think there'll be a day when you and John will do a project together, you and your husband?
4: Oh, we talk about it all the time, and yeah, we we want to actually very soon. And and actually, the project that I'm working on right now, the um, just me myself and I, I, I'm including John on some percussion stuff too. So yeah, he's gonna be helping me out with that.
1: Is that the name of the project, me myself and I?
4: Oh goodness, <laughs> I don't know, maybe.
1: I yeah, you just yeah, you just that's found the a, title. That's I a cool know. title. Me, myself, yeah. and I. Nice.
4: Um, but no, he's he's helped me a lot with some percussion things. And we've done some projects for other uh clients as well.
1: Yeah. What to, now what are your aspirations? What what do you what do you want to do? You know, you're looking down the road. What 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 would you like to do with like your abilities if you had to say, this is my this is my dream.
4: Hmm, good question. Um probably um I don't know, creating creating music for film or TV really would be the ultimate dream for sure. Um yeah, I look at composers that that work for like a specific TV show. I'm really into um, uh, uh the TV show Bluey, the kid show. <laughs>
3: yeah, my, my <laughs> but, grandchild, yeah emory we watch that all the time it's so funny it's Um, one
4: of the best shows out there right now it's so charming and sweet um and the music in it it's uh i think joff bush is his name is the composer i I love what he does absolutely love the sounds that he's coming up with he's he's throwing in traditional classical melodies so the kids are hearing the old the classic melodies but putting it in a really beautiful context Yeah, something like that would be just an absolute dream for me. I would love it.
3: John, you're about to discover the world of Bluey. Am so, I? Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, because your, oh. your grandkiddos do what, January?
1: Yeah, my grandson is due in January. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, am, uh, I am not that old. Don't listen to anybody. <laughs> 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 yeah, Oh, maybe but, uh, I am. Yeah, grandbaby on the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but it there it's an Australian um
1: production, I believe. Oh. Um yeah. Melanie h- how would you yeah. uh h- how do you write for film and TV? I mean, do you have to see the picture before you write the the music or do you just write stuff and then you send it in and hope that they put it with something?
4: Oh, I think there's um both ways. You know, if you're staff writer for a show, then you'll be You know working with the production company um or you can do you know write your own music and then just um, push it out to supervisors of tv shows and then hopefully you'll get a placement
1: would it be different writing than what you're doing now would it be a different approach or would it be
4: um right now i'm just writing just to write and and enjoying the process of writing and- i mean
1: so the the writing now would that be for film i mean could you take something that you're doing now and 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 that could be for film
4: yes it
1: could be mm, oh could be. okay but, M- Miley, i, I want to ask you a question about um you know the the show is about living real and uh we really haven't touched much on the subject it is it, it's, it's about it's, it's about your uh, just faith in general you know church life you know as you, as you're raising your kids, you know how does faith come into play into you know parenting what you see yes, you know dealing with you know it's a, it's a different world out there than when I was raising my kids that are in their twenties, you know
4: it is a very different world, yes, and yes i I see my faith as the example to my kids very much so, and how um You know if they're seeing me pray if they're seeing me um being humble you know i want to make sure that they they grow up with humility and grow up with seeing that it's that the person next to them is equal to them always um and that jesus is in all of us and we need to give as much as we can to those around us no matter where they're at in life or what they believe or anything we we are here to serve and i always tell my kids um always be kind always be helpful yeah and i believe that's that's the most important element of our faith is is showing how we can we can be there for those around us no matter what I, I,
1: yeah i think most parents think exactly like you think you know and uh mm-hmm. but I, I do find it's uh it, it's a different kind of world um you know for for raising kids and mm-hmm. uh, and uh there's no book on it you know oh, there's no. no instruction sheet as to you know what to do as the, as the world changes all around us and people have to
2: right.
1: uh you know uh parent to it but you know but that's why i think faith is important because you got to put your trust in god and and hang on for the ride
4: and that's why you know i've we have been somewhat successful so far keeping them away from media and social media and everything and 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 that's going to be a big part of our parenting is to kind of keep our kids away from that and i know that will be an uphill battle as we go along but i see so much depression and sadness in our youth today that i don't think was there when i was i mean it was there when i was a teenager as well but i don't think as as deeply as it is now and i want to still my children to learn how to how to look someone else in the eye and have a personal relationship with them and
2: yeah
3: yeah i've been reflecting a bit on um the contrast of of um uh, vertical thinking around religion which is more about like trying to get everything right jesus was um was horizontal he was all about relationship and community mm. and and i i was um at while well, i was thinking about uh i was thinking about you and john you know and and michael um your father-in-law and and the times of community that we've had together through music making, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how formative um, those relationships have been for me, you know, that that's been kind of the, just what you said, you know, you would want them to, um, to be humble, to be kind, to be in relationship mm-hmm. and, and um, uh because God is relationship. I just I I don't know, it just um it's something that I've witnessed with you guys, with your family. Um Thank you. That, uh, and also just uh reinforced with your response, you know.
4: Well, thank you so much, Greg. Yeah, I appreciate that. And it's yeah, I've I've learned a lot of that from from my family too. You know, my my parents who instilled those those ideas in me and and then John's family who has, was you know become my own as well so yes
1: Melanie it is people want to get a hold of you get a hold of your stuff call you for arranging that kind of thing lessons even though Melanie is booked she is not taking any lessons there is a waiting list for Melanie <laughs> Alby but where where can people get a hold of you
4: yes of course and um yeah it's uh Melanie Melaniejoymusic.com is my website.
1: Okay, and all the is there any uh, music on there is, uh, that they can hear?
4: It, yeah, it's all of my um, arrangements I've done for people, my personal compositions, and then uh, the uh, Avila Soul section on there with the that particular ensemble performing together.
1: Awesome. So is With Our Eyes on the Cross on that as well?
4: Uh, yes, it should be.
1: Well, Greg, why don't you give us a little information about that song?
3: Yeah, well, sure. Well, um, with their eyes on the cross, it's a it's a co-write with myself and and Sarah Hart. And um, uh, after we we recorded uh, my album for it, I I just really was wanting to hear real strings on it. We had used a string pad, you know, on the on the album recording, and. Um, and then also we wanted to do a music video, um, uh, as well, just to promote the project. And so I came to to Melanie and said, "Hey, can uh, can you can you build uh, some strings on this?" So this was actually a, a quartet because you know you talked about how it's different writing and commercial music, right? And and with "Come to Us," um, you built that from the ground up. That was a, a quintet driven. You know arrangement whereas this is um more supportive right of a of a band contemporary worship um type of type of deal um how was yeah what was um uh, what were some of the differences for you as you approached that um
4: yeah very good question because I mean we were uh tracking strings with the the band already there in right tracks, so i didn't have to cover any rhythmical elements or other things like i talked about before uh so it was the strings have a different purpose and just supporting the vocals really and making sure your vocals shine yeah. And, yeah
3: and you made me look really good it was yeah they really they did they shown really well i'm just i'm being i'm not being humble but i'm trying to be
1: kind at the same time <laughs> Of course. (laughs) Listen, there's something about the strings as soon as they enter into the song that just changes the whole, everything. Yeah. It lifts the level, you know, when you play at church. That wedding we did the other day, Mm
4: -hmm. that was
1: probably the most fun I had at a wedding, I can't tell you in how long.
4: Oh, thank you.
1: It was fun. Me, you, and Becca, and and, a lot of winging it going on. And And they paid us in cash. God, you had to (laughs) love that. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's the joys of being an improvising musician <laughs> that's right. i
3: had fun watching you guys because i was running the live stream oh for that's that right wedding. yeah that's right we yeah. were all there, there i got called there. in last minute they're like they want it live streamed
1: um awesome. yeah awesome well we're going to look forward to seeing melanie y'all can please come out to hear this coming friday at seven o'clock here at saint Philip in the concerts in the courtyard and uh, we're going to go out now with this song with our eyes on the cross. By Greg Walton and Sarah Hart, with the string arrangement of Melanie Joy Alvey. So go out and smile at somebody. Y'all have a great day. God bless you.
5: Oh, the riches of this life. Oh, the ways we have been blessed Oh, the poverty we own In the things that we possess You ask us to lay down All the treasure we have stored For the treasure of your kingdom And a narrow road on the cross, eyes on the cross. are filled of daily bread. But the Son of Righteousness has no place to lay His head. And all the world's a feast, but He draws us to a table where the greatest and the least come as equal. Oh Crawl
0: To Living Real Radio, real issues in real time with your host, John N. Gotti and Greg Walton. Be sure to tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. to Living Real Radio. Living Real Radio, brought to you by Closets by Design. Imagine your home totally organized. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 615-261-8700. That's 615-261-8700.